0: Welcome to The Green Rush, a podcast about the intersection of cannabis, the capital markets, and culture. On a weekly basis, hosts Ann Donahoe and Nick Opich of KCSA Strategic Communications speak with the business leaders, financial experts, cultural icons, legislators, and generally interesting people moving the cannabis industry forward. This week, Ann and Nick are chatting with Kylie Halperin, the CEO and co-founder of DD8 a hemp wellness company bringing Delta 8 Cannabis to consumers and patients. After spending a decade as a marketing executive working with major brands like PepsiCo, Dell, and Revlon, Kylie felt the itch to join the cannabis industry and build a brand that brings the less hallucinogenic Delta 8 Cannabis to the masses. This being our first time exploring Delta 8, Anne and Nick were excited to sit down with Kylie to learn more about her cannabis journey, what it was like to launch her company in the midst of the pandemic, how Delta 8 works, and why it's an appealing alternative for the Kenna curious. Kylie was able to provide us with a ton of education on Delta 8 and provide a peek into what kind of growth we can expect from DD8 in the near future. So sit back and enjoy our conversation with Kylie Halperin.
1: Kylie Halperin, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to uh, talk to you. We, um, you know, we were talking before this call and, you know, this is really the first time our listeners are going to be hearing about um, Delta 8 and, um, and all of the, the stuff that it, all the excitement. But first tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Um, You kind of have an interesting journey into, uh, to cannabis and hemp. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yes. And Anna and Nick, thank you so much for having me on the Green Rush podcast. I'm super excited to be here. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> uh, I my my story is really quite simple. Um I grew up in the Catskills, right next door to Yasker Farm where Woodstock took place. Uh, so cannabis consumption, the plant was pretty much in my DNA since I was born, though I waited till at least high school, middle school to experiment. <laughs> but um
3: I don't know if your parents are listening. You're all right.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: well, it's funny. Okay. My mom actually is an advocate for the plant and taught me how to roll my joint, hey. my first joint when I was 16.
3: Solid bonding. Instead
2: of studying for classes, she's, she said, if you're smoking weed, why aren't you rolling it yourself? She's a very, very um, strong supporter of females being able to... <laughs> operate in the same fashion <laughs> I love and it. conscious consumption, <laughs> which I think is
1: super important. Well, good for mama. You
2: know, it, it is, it should be accepted and, and embraced. Um, so yeah, growing up in the Catskills, that was uh, always around me. Um, and then I entered into advertising and marketing about, a, it feels like forever ago, about 12 years ago. Um, got my start at Young and Rubicam, moved on to BBDO, worked with some amazing brands and Fortune 500 companies like PepsiCo, Revlon, Dell. Um, and it was, you know, there's no better way to start in, in the space and to really build the foundation for success and understanding brands, motivations, what drives people and the psychology behind it. And then how to message it and market it. Um but during my time in in advertising, my father had been dealing with Parkinson's. Uh, he was diagnosed. He had he had it for about 13 years. He was a great great patient. It was a slow slow prognosis, but eventually the medication that he was on just was zonking him, and it was doing more harm than good. And he was never a huge smoker or cannabis consumer himself, but when the medication was too much he found solace in a one puff of a joint and it was it was amazing to see somebody that you love be able to at least in that moment have a bit of relief from what they're going through Um, but interesting as it, it it was almost as though cannabis was too strong later on and it was causing more of the anxiety and the paranoia and cbd wasn't strong enough. Um, If Delta eight was around, it would have been the perfect sweet spot. So once my father passed away, I had already started working on our first company dose of chill while I was at advertising at BBDO. Um, And it kind of allowed me that opportunity to really follow my passion for the plan and hopefully help some more people in the future.
3: Th- thanks so much for sharing your, your story about your dad. That That's really tough to hear, um, but it, it is really, I think, always compelling when we hear about the stories where cannabis can really help alleviate a lot of the pain that um, different people are going through. I, I have an uncle that struggles with multiple sclerosis, and um, similar to what you were just mentioning there, that the cannabis can almost be too strong for him. He, he doesn't have the neurological system really to be able to, to handle it all. So I, I, I want to use this as a way to lead into our question that we haven't discussed before, but what is Delta eight and, you know, how is it, how does it differ from tr- traditional Delta nine THC? And, you know, I think the, the biggest question is, is it legal?
2: Great questions because there is a lot of information out there about Delta eight. It's seemingly a really new cannabinoid. However, it's not new at all. There's over a hundred different cannabinoids within the plant. Um, Delta-8 are specifically is hemp-derived, so Delta-8 is a minor cannabinoid, and it happens to be one that has psychoactivity, so very similar to its cousin Delta-9, but derived from hemp under the 2018 Farm Bill, uh, legalizing hemp from a farming and agriculture standpoint, but also its derivatives in the extraction process, so... It's, it's fascinating. Um, the experience of delta eight is a clear-headed, functioning high. It's very mild. I almost equate it to a modern-day mom pot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If that makes Soccer sense. Soccer moms, listen up. <laughs> I, you know, um, your body has that relaxation, but your mind is still clear-headed and functioning. Uh, and And studies have shown that there is little to know of the anxiety and paranoia that could be associated with cannabis. So that's a bit of the difference between Delta 8 and Delta 9, uh, whereas Delta 9 is on the up and coming for legalization and huge momentum behind that. Delta 8 is federally legal under the Farm Bill pending that it's not synthetically derived and that it contains less than 0.3 THC, which is the same principle as CBD. As
1: CBD, right. So, and what are the form factors? Um, you know, Are people smoking it? Can you, um, is it, can it be in a tincture? Just talk about some of the, the ways that people can consume.
2: Yeah, so I think, so there's a variety of ways that it can be consumed in the same way that you can consume CBD or you can consume cannabis. Um, For us and and something that we're really passionate about, it's the vaporizer as a delivery platform uh, for two reasons. One, it provides the fastest speed of absorption. So you feel the onset and the effects within five to 10 minutes. And two, uh, higher higher bioavailability. So you're really absorbing more of the milligrams, whereas um, ingestibles have the same effect, but a little bit longer of an onset. Different experience,
1: and how long does it last? Like, what's the you know? Is it something you're doing throughout the day? Is it something that like right before night? Like, what's the the best way to use?
2: Great question. So all of the above. All of the above. (laughs) Um, We we were really thoughtful when we were coming up with our formulations for DD8. So right now we have four strains strain experiences. So our product is just all natural delta A disc lid infused with natural botanical derived terpenes. And those terpenes are really what give it the experience, the aroma and the taste, which create the indicas, the sativas, the hybrids. So I start my morning with DD8 sour diesel because I need that energy, that socializing, that uplift, that morning boost. And then I kind of keep it maintained throughout the day with a hybrid, you know, Blue Dream, Tangy Haze. And I, you know, hit the unwind stand with (laughs) GG4 Indica because I struggle with sleep. And (laughs) Uh for me, it was important to say, okay, if I'm going to put something in the market, it better work and it better do what it's supposed to do.
1: And and we're on zoom. So our listeners can't see this, but Kylie just held up a really beautiful, uh, packaged box. Um, and the branding is, is really great. So you guys, I mean, you can definitely tell this came from, you know, the, the creative advertising brain, you know, marketing brain. So it is, it is really a beautiful product. Ooh, oh, and now, very cool, now we're seeing the sleek design. <laughs> it's gorgeous. We will make sure to put up, <laughs> to put up uh, some photos here. We'll get some product shots from you. Cause it really is. It's beautiful. I don't
2: know if I've sent you samples yet, but I've got to do that if I haven't.
3: Yeah. Send us samples. We'd I love mean, to try.
2: We'll take them. <laughs> what was I thinking?
3: So how's <laughs> consumer uh, acceptance been of this? You know, I think a lot of people were a little hesitant at first with CBD is um, kind of like an allergy, but now we're seeing it really permeate throughout a, a lot of different, um, you know, like Anne was talking about earlier, form factors. Um, how, how have consumers been approaching this? Are you seeing it as like a lot of consumers of people that are you know, hesitant to get full into Delta 9 THC? Or is it people that have tried like the legal THC stuff and now are are pulling back to try this Delta 8?
2: Early adoptions for Delta 8 has been phenomenal. Um, I think the key thing that we need to and still are continually addressing is the education factor. Like we were talking about earlier, what is Delta 8? Is it legal? What is the difference between CBD versus Delta 8? what are these other cannabinoids that I hear THCBA, CBG? So understanding that, but um, Delta eight specifically, there's, there's two, two audiences. You have your new cannabis curious consumers or ones that have experimented with CBD or use CBD as part of their daily routine. And then others that are existing cannabis users. So Delta eight to me and the, the benefit of Delta-8 is that it serves both of those, those user bases. It's a bridge between CBD and weed. So it's in between. It's uh, CBD's big sister and weed's, you know, younger cousin.
1: <laughs> it seems like a great, like, just on-ramp to someone who may, like you said, kind of be kind of curious and not want to jump into like, you know, an indica or a gummy or 10 milligram that might be just a little bit too much. So this just sounds like um, another product that is um, almost broadening the market for for what this is and what this plant can do. Um, So I think that's that's really interesting, too. So can you you know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening um, and, and investors in this space At what moment in time were you like, I I need to to now take my side hustle um, and really make it my full time gig? Like, was there a moment in time where you're like, I can't do one more like slogan meeting? I need to (laughs) (laughs) have. I need now to like, I do my own <laughs> slogan. Meetings. There you go. <laughs> Actually, we were just talking about that the other day. No one uses the word slogan anymore. So it kind of got stuck in my head. So I hadn't heard that word in a while. And so I'm like, Oh, okay. It just needs yeah. to fit here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's rewarding to do anything, but it is far more rewarding to be a founder of a company that is doing good in society. Um, And for me, it's just always been a dream come true to work within the hemp and cannabis sector. I've always been really passionate about plants. But the the defining moment for me was really when my father passed away because he himself was entrepreneurial. And, you know, he always said, if you're going to do anything, do it while you're young because you're older and you're tired. (laughs) (laughs) And it was as though he was saying, "Okay, this is your time this is what you should be doing so it allowed me you know losing somebody that you love i'm sure for anybody who's listening it it makes you realize that life is too short not to be doing what you should be doing or what your purpose
3: is meant to be so we are and and, and shay's going to kill me because i started this question off with so but um he's he's our program. shay is, yeah, our producer. is our producer he <laughs> hates it when we when we start questions <laughs> that way but You know, you guys uh, have a real first mover advantage in this, in this Delta 8 space. I'm wondering, can you talk about, you know, what, what some of the challenges have been to be one of the first ones in the market and, you know, how, we have a lot of investors that, that listen in on these conversations, you know, how have the conversations gone with, with them and explaining them, how much, like, is there a lot of education when it comes to that or, you know, can you talk about some of that?
2: Yeah, there, there for sure is, but um taking a step back, you know, timing timing for the launch of DD8 was really um really important. We we were in the middle of a pandemic last year and DD8 was literally born. You know, we were talking with some of our friends, we came across, I think there was only one or two articles at the time. And the more I got to know what was Delta 8 and Started experimenting with it. My partner is a mathematician and brilliant <laughs> scientist and engineer. And so for him, it was just how much how what can we do with this? This is this is something that is going to disrupt the industry in extremely positive ways. So, what how can we get involved? Um, and for us, you know, the the reason that we see Delta Eight as a up and coming new disruptor in the industry is twofold. One, it's federally legal under the Farm Bill, and two, it is a mildly psychoactive and functioning legal high.
3: And and so, can you talk about the the the? Talk, getting those early investors in, involved and, and, and educating them and, and really building out the business from, like Ann was saying, from like that, that initial idea you had into to what DD8 is today.
2: Yeah, so we've always been uh, revenue funded since day one uh, through oh, our sales wow. and our existing distribution partners um we're at that point right now and i'll i'll talk a little bit more about this later where we're at in terms of scale uh, we're in roughly 2000 stores nationwide and we we are looking to raise some funds in the near future because while we've been successful with our current retail presence in over 2000 stores nationwide we could be in many more across the country and i think a little bit of a financial injection would be helpful as well as um as we look to explore and bring to market new product formats, delivery systems, and continue the RD process.
1: I, I mean we, we kind of talked a little bit about this being a really unusual time um to to start a business and to grow a business. Um, you know <laughs> just doing it in general is is something to be lauded, but doing it in 2020, um, is like ridiculous. You know, is there anything that you've learned along the way, um, that you're just like, you know, for my next product launch, I'm doing this or for my next business, I'm doing this or this, like, what's a lesson you learned, you know, that you're like, I just had no idea (laughs) coming in.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. Uh. Well, just just from our our learnings, you know, we started R&D on DDA back in April 2020. I had originally hoped to be in market by September or October. But what we were realizing is um, there was a lot to learn, both in terms of engineering, from a hardware perspective, making sure our vaporizer was well-suited for a thicker viscosity of Delta-8 oil. It was really important that we didn't put any cutting agents, solvents, Um, thinning dilutants like some of the other unfortunately there are a few bad actors on the market right now so keeping true to the all natural product with just pure delta 8 and natural terpenes working in a really sleek high performance all in one disposable and recyclable vaporizer
3: it's recyclable
2: it is recyclable we have a recycling program
1: wow you can find details on our website (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's amazing. I love that. So I
2: think, um, the, the learning once we, once we finally came to market, uh, we launched in early February, we did a soft launch. I think the key takeaway was that I wish we had more inventory in the beginning to satisfy Mm. the demand. We, we sold out our first production run in five business days. Wow. Wow.
3: Very impressive.
2: So speed to market for sure. Um, getting in on that R and D and, you know, you learn more each time. So the process, but there's always challenges and there's always that's what keeps it fun and exciting, but definitely more inventory. And it takes longer than originally planned. So factor in <laughs> extra time.
1: Yeah. And I know that a lot of people have been having, um, you know, kind of inventory, like, you know, the the long tail of this COVID pandemic is really um, supply, hardware, supplies, shipping. Um, you know, have you guys seen any disruption in your supply chain there? Um, you know?
2: No, we're, supply chain is really good at the moment. You know, we were in the market first with our CBD line called Dose of Chill, and that was working really well the supply chain was was downpacked so using our existing resources and partners we were able to position dd8 and quickly you know get that process going the same way as it was on dose of chill
3: let's keep talking about scale because you guys this week announced um a really interesting uh distribution agreement with the Asian Asian American Trade Associations Council. Can you talk about, uh, you know, what that the the terms of that deal and and how it's going to benefit DDA?
2: Absolutely. Um, So so for anybody who doesn't know uh, about ATAC, it's arguably one of the largest private associations for convenience stores in the country, servicing upwards of 80,000 channels nationwide. Um, And... We, we through our relationships, became in touch with ATAC and we're like, hey, you guys don't have a Delta Eight product in your lineup right now. Um, we'd love to send you some samples. So we sent them some samples. I think they were going through a vetting process of a couple other Delta Eight players in the market. Um, but ultimately, because of the quality, because of our packaging, because of our standards of excellence, all of our certificate of analysis. Um, legal opinion letters, we were partnered up and became the first approved Delta A brand by ATAC. And in that, where, you know, part of that is activations in stores, utilizing their association, attending trade trade events, and really getting on the ground floor in touch with our customers one-on-one. So expanding that wholesale network, expanding our distribution network and points of sales across the country.
1: That's so amazing. it's exciting. Super exciting. Yeah. Um, you we're know, to be a part of it. Yeah, no, that's incredible. Um, what still keeps you up at night? I mean, you guys are, I mean, you're, you're thriving in spite of really, really challenging market conditions. You're disrupting an industry. Um, you know, you're doing it all in style, but what, you know, what are the things that as an entrepreneur keeps you up at night? Or maybe not because you're using Delta 8. (laughs) I
2: know, even even with it, there are those nights. I think we've lived through a really interesting year. Last year, tested all of us. um, And then adding, building several brands on top of that, communication, awareness, getting the message out there. Um, It's, you know, regulations, legislation, cultural shifts, it all kicks me up, but it's also what makes it fun and interesting and wanting to learn more and do more and go as quick as we can.
3: Well, let's take the, the opposite look at that, too. What has you most excited about both the short and long term for, for Delta-8 and for DD-8?
2: Oh, I'm so excited about th- this category itself. Just Delta-8 as, a, as a, a medicine, whether you're using it for recreation or therapeutic benefits... Um, as part of your routine that you have with CBD or cannabis, I'm super excited about it because it is a total game changer. There's no way to describe Delta eight other than it just hits right. It is that perfect high for your, your ideal balance. Um, but I'm also really excited about other minor cannabinoids researching what else is out there, what we can do. So we have a lot of, um, a lot of new products in the works right now, combining different minor cannabinoids and uh, delivery systems. We're looking at, just to give you a teaser, um, chocolates, but a Ooh. really cool, really cool way to do that.
1: <laughs> Is it, there, are, specifically, be- I mean, um, there's so many interesting cannabinoids to, to be looking at. Is there one that you are super excited about that you want to talk about?
2: I think it's interesting. I, I would love to explore, you know, ratios between D8 and D9, uh, D8, CBD, you know, THCBA, CBGs and CBNs. What, what, what does that look like when you combine them together? What are the specific therapeutic benefits that each of those can achieve in a more personalized way?
1: So, where, you know, in, it, in addition to 80,000 um, convenience stores, possibly, where can people find it? Can find the products? We have
2: an amazing store locator. You can check us out on doseofchill.com, uh, our CBD dose of chill line. That's where we sell DD8 through. And you can learn more about DD8 on dd 8com and check us out on Instagram at DD8elevate. We've got some fun activations and events lined up for the rest of this year. So excited to share that with the world, and hopefully, I'll have another update for you in um, in a little while.
3: Yeah, we would definitely love to to have you on again and, and talk about the progress for DD-8 and just the, the overall category growth for, for Delta-8. Like we said, this is something that's been interesting for us, and we're, we're really glad to have had you join us today, Kylie, to, to introduce us, really, to, to Delta-8 and, and all of that. Um, and uh, all the links that, that Kylie just mentioned will be sure to include in the uh, show notes so all of our listeners can be able to go and find that. But um, uh, Kylie, thank you so much for joining us. Is there is there anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to... To, to talk about today?
2: No, I don't think so at the moment. I'm, I'm just happy to be a part of this. So thank you, Nick, and thank you, Anne, for an amazing conversation. And um,
1: I hope I did your listeners justice. <laughs> <laughs> we loved it. Thank you so much, Kylie. Really appreciate it.
3: Thanks to Kylie Halpern. CEO and co-founder of DD8. You can find more about DD8 by visiting the DD8.com and shop for some of their products on doseofchill.com. As always, thanks for listening to The Green Rush. If you want to chat with Anne or I, you can find us on Twitter at the handle at the underscore Green Rush or on Instagram at the Green Rush underscore podcast. Drop us an email at greenrush at kcsa.com. Let us know what you think of our episodes, any new guests you want us to uh, have join the show or anything else that, you know, you just want to let us know. Um, make sure you subscribe to the Green Rush in your favorite podcatcher and subscribe to our newsletter. Um, it comes out every Thursday. And that's one take. Shay. One take.